Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Buddy's Place by Bart Steele. This one's a request from a listener, and believe it or not, it's not Bart Steele. Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. I didn't know we were saying hi. Anyway. I guess you're too formal. Hello. This week we're reading a book called Buddy's Place by Bart Steele. Bartholomew Steele. I would imagine that is his full name. Bart Steele's a pretty cool name. It is cool. It's tough. It's like half playful, half rugged. Yes, kind of like me. If you never listened to this podcast before, what we do is every week we read we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then we have a suicide pact together. <laughs> Goes well every time. Yeah, we play well, Russian roulette and we always win. Uh, you, you jumped into that so quick. Usually we have to pry it out of you. I just didn't want to get scolded this time. I've learned my lesson. And you're itching to go. You're ready now that to I've go. gotten it out of the way, it's a free for I'll do whatever I want. I'll scream and yell. Good. I'll shout. I'll punch Ganesha in the head. You're going to hoot and holler, huh? I'm going to hoot and holler and I'm going to uh, spit and cry. Yelp. You never know what I'll do, but right now, I'm actually just going to talk. Ganesh, how about you read us the synopsis? Wait, wait, wait. What? Before we do that. Oh. This book was yeah, a... Somebody else take over. I'm tired book, of this. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. This book was a recommendation from our friend Tony in Virginia. Last name? Tony Lynch. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. This is from Tony. Thanks, he's, Tony. He's a, he's a listener long and time, a friend. Long time listener and a friend. And a That's friend. nice of you to say. Yeah. This book it takes place in the town where we all met. Yeah, that's true. Richmond, Virginia, if you're familiar. Capital of the Confederacy, something I don't say often, but it's a fact. It's a, it has a river. What's has the river? A, it has a wonderful statue of Arthur Ashe. It's the James River. It does have a statue of Arthur Ashe, but he's outnumbered by a number of Confederate generals. Yeah, it's a gross little thing. It's history, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's tear it down, right? It's dumb. Put up statues of us, the Amazon Book Club. Sure. I think that it could be argued... Would be more appropriate. I would get my own, and you guys and could me, share one. <laughs> Ganesh would share one, yeah. where I'm punching him in the head. Well, I lived there longer than y'all. I should have my own. Oh, you lived. There, right, I lived there my did. whole life. Oh, that's oh. right. Well, you were in the suburbs. That's not. I was in. Ch- I was in Chesterfield County, Virginia. How long did you live there? Not you. I know you lived there. My whole forty life. years. My whole life. Ganesh, I, li- I lived there eleven years. Eleven. That's a long time. I you, think I was like eight or nine. You overstayed your welcome for sure. I did. Yeah. Honestly, Ganesh owns property there. That's how indeed. That's how NDP is. <laughs> a part of Richmond, Virginia, belongs to Ganesh. Anyway, that's enough useless information. Let's hear the synopsis of what's it? Buddy's Town. Buddy's Place. Oh. I thought he had the whole town to himself. Welcome to Buddy's Place, where a diverse cross-section of Richmond society, corporate executives, reporters, lawyers, housewives, podcasters, biochemists, army officers, and belly dancers gather for a cocktail as the neon... Just like I remember I don't recall that. All these colorful characters. Mm. Yeah, I remember a lot of bros. I remember a lot of rednecks. And, uh, this kind of seemed like those, that's a, a where did you hang circles. out? I remember like I know exactly uh, where Ganesh hung out. Ganesh was a redneck. This is something we never <laughs> talk about. We never talk about it on the show. Ganesh had a redneck phase. That's okay. That's that, that's not entirely fair description of what happened. Okay. Well, well, All right. You, you tell well, it. You tell it. I'll tell it. I was in sales. I was selling. I was in. Sales. I was selling to people in the country. Did they you? teach you to mirror match. So I was doing it at first as a joke. And then yeah, real, I just kept doing it and doing it, and then funny. it just stuck. It's kind of like this podcast. Huh? It was. It was like <laughs> ironic at first. I was like, oh, look, I'm into cowboy boots. I got a belt buckle. Which, uh, by the way, is much farther than even some legitimate rednecks I go. I buy turkey necks. <laughs> but, you know, shit like that. Just I'm like, sorry. I you did buy. I remember you sending a picture of a bunch of turkey necks drying in your driveway. Do I recall that? <laughs> what did you do with them? <laughs> Use them in a broth or something? What do you do with those? What do you do? Dude, it was a wild time, man. Are you ashamed? I'm, is this a red flag? Are we not allowed to talk about this? Is this like your jail stint? No, this is fine. This is all fine. <laughs> this is I mean, perhaps jail was part of it. So that's, that's true. Those overlap for sure. Yeah. You, you were like, you're a regular, uh, uh, good old boy down you there. You went too redneck and you wound up in the slammer. <laughs> yeah. And now you're a, a nice boy. He's just going straight up Dukes of Hazard down there. And now he's up here in New York wearing a scarf and uh, noise canceling headphones and glasses. And he says things like, pardon me. 
I've never said that in my life. Well, when you're singing Incubus, perhaps. Oh, now, fair enough. Fair enough. Have we? Can you keep reading? Was I reading? No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, 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 well. I also would is? like to just point out real quick, though. While oh, I had, while I had that phase, y'all were born into that phase. Now, who was it? Y'all and stayed <laughs> in that phase for much longer than I did. Do you? I wasn't born into that. No, Shane was born in Indiana, salt of the earth. Look, we're getting a lot of I'm backstory just in this. Episode. Plain and boring. Yeah, nothing. He's like watching no. paint dry. And anyway, you just said y'all. I'm not nearly as southern as you, which is shocking because you're not even from. You're from DC. Like what happened? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What man. happened? A lot of alcohol and too much exposure. Right. To well, the, to the whites. Well, this will be a trip down memory lane. Maybe some places we know are going to be in this book. I sure hope so. Gather for a cocktail as a neon bar clock announces happy hour. Pull up a stool and grab a beer or two, which is strange because up until recently, you couldn't actually advertise a happy hour in Richmond. Really? Wow. Why? This episode's going to be littered with this shit. Uh, Remember when you could smoke cigarettes in bars in Richmond? You still can. You just need a door separating. Oh, yeah. They have or to have no, like a you separate can just go to, room. Like place like Bubbles, the whole place is smoking. <laughs> whole place is smoking. <laughs> Yeah, you were never a redneck. That's- you can go down to Bubba's, the whole place is smoking. <laughs> you walk into Bubba's, boy, that place is and that's lit even, up. That's not in that the, was fun. That's not in Richmond proper. That's like on the outskirts was by the airport. Talking, Oh, we're talking uh, Sandston? Yeah, I think it was in Sandston. All right. Because I used to deliver paint to that paint store right next to it. Jesus Christ, we were a couple <laughs> of paysies. Well, it was, it was a college <laughs> summer job. I delivered paint. You did. You drove a truck around delivering paint. I hand mixed and delivered paint for like one big ride at Kings Dominion. And I think it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big theme park. It's My, like the, um, I don't know, it's like blue and yellow. And I worked at a trucking company on Jefferson Davis Highway. <laughs> oh my God. We really lived an alternate life at one what, point. Yeah, you're trying to put this all on me. No, it wasn't. But I had the good sense to get out of there. You were like, let me put down some roots. <laughs> but hey, now you get to charge rent and you're making money and I'm not. Remember that time we took Valium and went on a bike ride? Holy moly. Let's get back into the synopsis. <laughs> Never mind the bomb. Ignore that devastating cloud that thunders across the sky. I'm sorry. What? And the hot ash, mysterious and dark, that begins to fall. What? I, not a twist I was expecting. You don't remember the ash raining what? from the sky? Oh, Arthur Ash. Keep going. Hope simmers within the unlikely handful of patrons who have witnessed the first night of a Holocaust. Wow. No, Richmond Holocaust. Ooh, I would not want to be a Richmond for the nuclear Holocaust. Could you imagine? Inside that little bar, Richmond might just survive. Buddy's Place is at once a simple thriller and intimate character study of a city, a population sampled and condensed and crammed inside a local watering hole in the throes of extraordinary circumstances. Damn, this dude went to VCU for sure. Buddy's was a bar in Richmond. How much stuff are we going to cut for being too local? Oh, Buddy's was like a bar. It was that like one of those fish on the side of the one of those shitty bars like in the fan. Was it on Main Street? The fan. This this is too inside. The fan is a big neighborhood that is shaped like a fan. Yeah, it's uh, really, really uh, historic. These people are thinkers down there. You know, yeah, Buddies was a bar. I went there when I was a kid after my guitar lessons with my dad. <laughs> I think we went there for like a trivia night one time. But we ate a big burger and I remember feeling sick. That sounds like what happened to me tonight. Some things never change. <laughs> all right. Is that the end of that? Yep. Okay. This, all right. I didn't know this was going to get like dystopian. I had no idea this was heading towards an apocalyptic scenario. The name Buddy's Place doesn't really belie that. But Out of the three of us. Who do you think would survive a apocalyptic situation? You. Me. The longest. Oh. I think Ganesh, easy. Really? Why? Because he's a salesman, as previously said. He's he's crafty and he'll stab you in the back for sure. Mm. Like in a, in a in an apocalypse situation, Ganesh would be the most you, you would I would I would be the rat king. You would. You absolutely <laughs> would. You would be the guy leading me to my death. Like if if it was me and you in a situation and you would push me into the zombies or whatever and you would run. I don't think I would do that. I I don't think I would do that. I honestly I'm, I think I'd rather go down with you than <laughs> you take us both down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like if, if you're in trouble, I'll I'll go back and save you. And if I die, that's fine. I mean but, the real answer is that in an apocalypse scenario, I would kill myself within the first half hour. <laughs> like I wouldn't even make it until the news was over. I'm glad you know your role. I know my role. I don't want to, I'm, I barely like this. I would die by accident <laughs> very quickly. I, actually, I think I, yeah, I would die in some bad accident as well, or just from something like being too slow or uh, something like that. Oh, being too slow is definitely my downfall. I ran an Out eight, of shape. I ran an 18 minute mile. 
when I was a kid. And by <laughs> that was ran your peak performance too. Uh I walked and talked with my friend. Yeah. That's how my school did it too. What are you gonna tell you? You gonna tell me to run? No. Are you think you're in better shape now or <laughs> hell no. My body hurts all the time. I feel like I'm falling apart. No, and I wish I could go back to being an eight year old running an eighteen minute mile. If I ran a mile now, it would take me three and a half hours. <laughs> I feel like we walk a mile pretty often. Do we? Yeah, I can't even think about. Look that. Look at your steps. You ever keep track of your steps? Yeah, I, 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 I hit I hit a cool baker's dozen every day. I get about eight miles a day. Jesus, just from t- walking. My God, brag about it. Why don't you? On good weekends, good weekend days. Yeah, sometimes it pushes twenty or more. What? And that's not that much. What do you do? Just walk around. I can't. On weekends is when I get my least. I walk three. I walk the least on the weekends. I walk ten or twelve steps per weekend. Anyway, this <laughs> yeah. couch well, to toilet. It's the winter. Couch to ten. Sometimes not even. I don't even make the trip. All you right. Mean, you bring your little bowl. Uh, well, we've previously discussed my predilection for diapers. Anyway, oh. let's uh, <laughs> let's jump in. <laughs> Sorry. These, uh, turn this episode off. Okay. Let's jump into the first page of Buddy's Place, please. still with us congrats we haven't even started yet we're reading the first page of buddy's place by brad Steele. not brad no 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 bart Steele. bart Steele. don't do him like that guys not right off the bat right oh. off the bart hey oh oh baby minus 40 and counting brad logan drummed his fingers on the hot steering wheel and squinted out towards the city the humanist he thought might say richmond had evolved and the deal the all Oh, God. Theologish? Theologian. Theolo- Theologian? You dummy. <laughs> oh, no. You ever read a book? Aren't you an English major? It was hyphenated. It's on two different lines. No, they don't Couldn't teach, get it. They didn't teach hyphens at your school, huh? <laughs> that it had VCU been. VCU in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that it had been destined for creation. Both would probably agree well, that the right. current iteration was nearly perfect. I forget. We've established that Ganesh got an English degree from an art school. Logan didn't care how much Richmond sprung up or why. There was too much afternoon sunlight to waste thinking about history. He needed a drink. He dragged himself out of the apartment an hour earlier, had driven into the city and crossed the James River south towards Fort Lee before he realized he had no reason whatsoever to drive down to Petersburg. Oh, Oh, yeah. You don't want to go there. This is too localized. I feel uncomfortable with it. Petersburg is gross, man. Yeah, not great. I think there's a big power plant there. And it's like the area around the power plant is really toxic because I used to deliver paint to that power plant. Oh, my God. I went all around the area. That's why you have super strength now. It is. It's why I'm so tall. (laughs) Shane's seven foot six. The damned book was digging into his nerves. He just wanted to be rid of it for a while to get his fingers off the pen and paper. He swung the Jeep around in a Lucky's parking lot and pointed it back to the city. Uh Oh, I think I know another Jeep owner. Uh, oh, this is about Ganesh. Oh, we <laughs> didn't even touch on that in the redneck discussion. And yeah, Ganesh loved his Jeep. Keep going. What that color? was an expensive ass Jeep, dude. What, what color was it? All the rednecks. Fire Jeeps truck are red. <laughs> Did you have truck nuts? No. Now I ain't. A familiar hojo swept by on the way to the exit. Ava's office, Logan thought, was two blocks away. What's a hojo? Well, Robert Kraft just got busted getting those. I was going to say. <laughs> it had been a while since he'd made that turn off without even thinking. He smirked in the rearview mirror, then turned up his wrist to read his scuffed Hamilton watch. She a musical? Like a fan watch? Like those Mickey Mouse watches? But yeah, it's instead lo- of <laughs> Mickey, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. And it says, not going to miss my shot. That's, that's you almost nailed it. Wait, is it not gonna take? Not, not gonna not throwing away my shot. Oh, okay. You I know, know. those I tickets are eight hundred dollars. Who the fuck sees that? We'll play the lottery You're not every a real day. Person. Anybody who's seen that, you get the guillotine. <laughs> Unless the tickets were a gift, or if you play the lottery, or if you play the lottery. You mean the Hamilton lottery? Yes. Not the real lottery. Or both? Sure, both are fine. She wouldn't even be at work at four in the afternoon. <laughs> She'd be at Buddy's place. So would he in 15 minutes. He crossed the river on the interstate and donned his sunglasses against the glinting steel skyscrapers ahead. He checked the time against the Main Street station clock tower. (laughs) Dangerous to do while driving. Okay, I I didn't even think that thing worked. Uh, It does. It It does. As he eased the car onto the first exit, it was a very pretty building, all red brick and red tile capped with ornate spires, magnificent even though it was hemmed in by the concrete buttresses of the highway. Logan weaved the Jeep in and out of the early afternoon traffic until he poked out of the financial district and entered Ooh. the fan. Who thinks 
Well, speak of the devil. I would never call it the financial district. Who yeah. thinks about it like this? I would call it just like the dumb downtown. I would just be like, here's the city I live in. There's no discernible difference between You can drive from one end of that city to the other in like 20 minutes. Yeah. With traffic. He dialed up the radio as he turned onto Robinson Street. The oh, music competed with a hot rushing air whistling through the lowered window. Now, what do we listen to? We got XL102, Q94, B103.7. What are we talking? Uh, uh, WRVA, perhaps? Logan's. 1019. Was that one? Uh, Y101 used to be. They used to have the chili cook off. That was the alternative station. Oh, yeah. For rock and roll. That's where I saw Hoobastank, okay? All right. Let's stop there. Really? That's oh. it. Oh, you're calling it early. Something has disturbed you on the page. You didn't like the route he took? I just, I lost my place. Oh, <laughs> why don't we do that more often? This podcast would be 20 minutes long. Logan's cigarette was almost gone and he lit another. You found it. The air smelled faintly of summer, maybe suntan oil. He thought of Ava, especially the Ava who had dressed that one morning with the bathroom door open. That was the woman he liked to remember. Ooh. The one who had stood in that doorway for what seemed an eternity. He seems really turned on by the doorway. Brushing out her damp, dark hair that, while That molding was defined. Smoked and watched Brett Bayer prattle on about Iranian defiance. Oh, he's watching Fox. Brett Bayer. He's watching Fox News. No one watches Brett Bayer. Bad oh, luck. Plenty, actually, plenty of people do. It's the highest rated cable news channel. The sun had seemed just about the same as it did today. Hot, filtered through wisps of clouds, calming, the kind of sun that made you want to crawl up in bed with an old fan croaking in your ear. Logan smiled. It was a perfect day for a cocktail at Buddy's this place. Is so Dude, much information blah. I don't want. That's why I left Richmond. It was too hot. This makes me not respect the art of writing. What? What? I, I kind <laughs> of enjoyed that. It, it was. It's uh, just so. Let's cut it down. That could be two sentences. I drove through Richmond. It was hot. Is, you realize people write books because people want to read words to describe right. stuff. What you're looking for is a Clifford the Big Red Dog book. <laughs> now, that's an idea. Hold on. Next episode. Nothing but Clifford's. Yeah. Big Red Dog. Like Clifford. Kathy Lee Clifford. I was more of a Bernstein Bears guy myself. You know, the Bernstein Bears were good, except they've turned now into like radical right wing Christian propaganda. Are they a meme now? No. Well, I mean, everything's like, I guess could be a meme. No, because of that thing. It was like, do you remember? Wasn't it the Bears? Oh, those people. Bears? Who, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were, there are people <laughs> online who seem to think that the Bernstein Bears used to be called the Berenstein Bears, which frankly, I thought that too. So I don't know what's going on I did on too. But it seems like that's not right. And everybody who thought about it is wrong and we all somehow are on the same wavelength making the same mistake across the universe pretty weird shit going on there maybe they have a point about the afterlife all right we are we done we jumping in to the next that was the first chapter let's get to after the bomb goes off let's get some meat in here that's what ganesh is always saying to me whispering in my ear he's like you bring the meat get some meat in here boy oh god no We've never done a book that takes place in New York. No, we have a couple crime books. We've done we did that mob book in New York. There's that other book where like that guy has the penthouse in New York. And he has to like go across the country. Yeah. Because it's a dystopian. I'm always saying not enough stuff takes place in New York. No, barely anything. Nothing at all. Richmond's always the star. Anyway, we're jumping in now to the uh 25% mark of Buddy's place. Minus 29 and counting. It's pretty cold. I hope we is that can't His, be what it means. Why not? Because he said it was hot in the last chapter. Well, maybe he has like a disorder. <laughs> it's a timer of some kind. Oh, great. Probably the it started, it started at minus 40 and counting. Just hang the hell on. We'll all go back at once. Martin stood at the back door with one hand on the knob. Beside him, Jim worked to tie his windbreaker around his head like a cowl. His vodka soda was tucked. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jim. His vodka soda was tucked between his feet. Brundy leaned against the wall. Brundy? Ne- that's right. Next to them and picked at something on his Aloha shirt. Brundy in the Aloha shirt. He had a strand of garbage bags slung around his arm. Logan sat at the base of the stairs and listened to the members of the 330 crowd work out the details of their away party. Do you think he just got a tattoo? Maybe. I can't wrap my head around anything I just heard. I heard the name Brundy and I'm still confused by yeah. that. Martin and Jim were going to take the Land Rover with Tully and his girlfriend. Oh, Tully's here? Tully and Brundy? I love that guy. Is that Al Brundy? Home Improvement? They were going to stop at retreat. Hospital. Al Bundy is from Married with Children. Huh? Al Borland is from Home Improvement. What are you talking about? Ted Brundy killed all. What those are you women. talking about, William? <laughs> 
They were going to stop at Retreat Hospital and see about a doctor for Willard. Doug Jansen and his friend Chuck were going to try and start Jansen's Corvette, who is an older model. Who introduces like 30 characters in a paragraph? It's a bold strategy. Come bring them all at once. I've already forgotten about Brundy. How? How could you? You just said it. What about Tundy? No, Tully. Oh, sorry. Sort for Tullivan. And then there's Lillard. Who knows what he's up to? I believe it's Willard. Ah, See, okay, you're right. This is dangerous. If it was an older model, Chuck was saying, and if Brundy was right, only certain cars were going to be drivable. Shut the fuck up, Brundy, okay? Give me some room. They would head toward Jansen's contracting office to the north of the city. Shirley, Chuck reasoned. They would run into- Who's Shirley? (laughs) Okay. Am I right? Come on. Want to tag along? Jim tightened the knot on his windbreaker. That sounds like Jim. Logan shook his head. You're a braver man than I. Just drunk, that's all. (laughs) Jim grinned, picked up his vodka, and polished it off. Yum. Love pounding my V vodka. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Sentence jails. I love that. I think that we could turn that into. (laughs) Put that on a t shirt. Yourself a little uh, cocktail. I was gonna love say, pounding my V. I was gonna say v. Shane Brooklyn. I, <laughs> I was gonna say V tonic, and then it just like I was like, oh no, love pounding my V. <laughs> you had like a sing song voice that trailed off into eternity. That is going into outer space forever. It, it'll travel forever. Oh boy, love pounding my V. My V tonic, guys. Jeez, taking a V on the rocks. Ah, uh, well, where. When you opened this door, Brundy said, you tear, you all tear off like your lives depended on it. Try not to breathe in too much. Who asked you, Brundy? When you can, wash yourselves as well with soap and... <laughs> we got it. Martin turned the knob. <laughs> on your marks. Brundy, we're all human beings, buddy. He pulled on the knob and slipped out into the light. The others followed rapidly. They reminded Logan of paratroopers hustling out the aircraft door. Brundy leaned against the door as the last one went through. He ripped one of the bags free and began to drape it over the doorframe. What? You think, Logan said, they'll stand a chance? Not nail. Brundy stripped off another bag. Ooh. Inside the restaurant, the mayor and Go- the major and Gordo. <laughs> I was like, the mayor's here? Inside the restaurant, the major and Gordo sat on one of the booth tables, straining to peer out the window. I'm glad Gordo's safe. Yeah. Bay Ling stood beside them, her arm linked in Gordo's. Now is she the belly dancer? She gave a little start when Logan approached. They in the car yet? Logan said. The major nodded. All 30 of those people that just ran out? <laughs> Logan leaned over the booth and swiped a hand across the glass, but the grime was on the outside. He squinted into the haze. Martin eased the Land Rover into the street. He had parked parallel to the curb across from Buddy's, and now the rear fender slammed into the sedan behind him. Tough to parallel park around there. Yeah, because no one knows how to do it. Everybody's an idiot. No one's like driven in a city in, in that city. So everyone parks like a dipshit. Yeah. Everybody drives like 20 miles per hour. There's no fucking stoplights. Everything stop signs. It's fucking chaos. I have seen cars upturned, flipped over in a street with a 20 mile per hour speed limit. <laughs> These people are out of their goddamn minds. Meanwhile, there's gigantic monuments in the way. Eyesores. I can't see where I'm going. There's roundabouts. I just want to get to Taco Bell. I couldn't see past this Confederate monument. Oh, boy. Here comes the sons of Confederate veterans again marching in the street. Oh, yeah. There's always like packs of old guys with weird signs. Yeah, I used to throw garbage at my window at them. Yeah. And they protest this little old But then building. for a while, can you just went and march with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, sorry. Go on, Shane. What do they do? Behind the art museum, there's this little old building that they think is like some historic Confederate thing. Yeah, it's a church. But turns out it was... There's no record of it ever being used in the Civil War at all. That's They're just right. dumb as shit. It's Jefferson Davis's outhouse. Yeah, it's this little potty room. His shit's piled 10 high. It's where they kept all of his uh, makeshift diapers. That's right. That is a little known fact about the Civil War is all the Confederates wore diapers all the time. And they had big baby rattles. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they say goo goo gaga, y'all. And they were like, states' rights, states' rights. Yeah, fuck your state. Plus, Virginia's a commonwealth. Plus, everyone back then was super <laughs> fucked up. They named half of that city after William Byrd, who I believe was, it was just a British dude that was here. And he did all sorts of fucked up shit. Like one time his kid, because he took uh, journals down every day. And one time his kid peed the bed. And as punishment, he made his kid drink his own piss. And that's real. That sounds fair. So when you pee your <laughs> diaper, do you drink your diaper? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Teach yourself a lesson. <laughs> That's got to be cut. <laughs> I can't have those words online with my name attached. <laughs>
diaper? Do you drink your diaper? It's a thing we were recording on a microphone when we were like 30. <laughs> oh, no. That's all right. It's a good follow-up. I like to pound my V. Logan could barely make out Martin struggling with the gears. Tully and his girlfriend pressed forward from the back seat, but Jim waved his hand at them and they sat back. Tully and his girlfriend. Does she have not have a name? Come on. Tully's oh. girl. Her name is... I wish that I had Tully's girl. Schmully. The Land Rover rushed forward almost hesitantly. Logan snapped his gaze to the buildings across the street. Over by that telephone pole, he said. Uh, thought I saw someone. Bei Ling pressed in closer to the window. The two men came out of nowhere. They were young, maybe college students, Logan thought. They bolted for the Land Rover. One of them leapt over on its rear fender. These look like two painting and printmaking majors. <laughs> His plaid shirt fluttered behind him like a cape. The hell are these idiots doing? Gordo said. Panicking. The major said. The Land Rover ground to a halt. The other man, his coiffed beard spattered with blood, darted for the passenger door, and Logan saw that he gripped a rock in his right hand. What's happening? Why is the this happening? The man slammed the rock against the window. Jim drew back as the glass spider webbed. The man raised the rock high for another blow. Hell yeah. Raised he's, the rock. He's coming in. The door opened suddenly, catching the man in the gut and sending him tumbling across the pavement. Jim leaped out. His windbreaker hood billowed. He brandished Martin's nine iron like a sword. Oh, hell yeah. Four. <laughs> the man crouched and dusted his grip on the rock and pulled his arm back for a throw. Jim swept the golf club hard across his face. The man sprawled back. His jaw went slack. Ooh. Gotcha. There's a scene in The Mask. Yes. Where that guy is on the ground and he has the, the tea in his mouth and yep. the ball and the bad guy hits him in the face with a golf club. That is a nightmare of mine. It's the bad guy that has the tea in his mouth. Oh, yeah. He's getting roughed up by, worse a, bad guy by another bad guy. Is Double unhappy bad guy. with them. Yeah, that is. I just got to put it on the record. Please don't put a tea in my mouth and a golf ball on it and then hit me in the face with a golf club. If you're thinking about doing it, I'd rather you not. Okay, Ganesh? Me? This isn't an apocalypse situation we're talking about here. So, I mean, I'm not going to. I don't know anything about golf. Well, I don't think it's played like that. I know something about it. Hit that ball a mile. Tiger Woods didn't put a tea in his. Uh, Helper's mouth. Well, and he, he might. I don't know. Tiger's a, he's a legend. Mickelson? Let's stop there. <laughs> Mickelson? <laughs> what could you say to that? Yeah. Mickelson. Hey. You know whose tea I put in my mouth? Oh. Arnold Palmer's. Hey. Oh. oh. You got me. Oh. You got me. That's actually like the perfect thing to say. All right. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're going ahead now to the next part of the book. The 50% mark. Of Buddy's Place. Buddy's place. Ganesh, please read. Minus 20 and counting. It's getting closer. Is getting this to the end of the book? What are we doing here? Yeah, is that just like the page number that you're seeing? Oh, he's reading the percentage. <laughs> the big cloud that still hung over the city drowned the sun in brown haze. Why would anybody nuke Richmond? I mean, maybe it's fallout from like D.C. Maybe. It's close enough. I don't like microbreweries. Drop the bomb. I hate the fun baseball team. I don't. I can't think of anything else. What is it known for? Uh, Apparently, you know that vanilla factory hipsters. is Sour. now like condos. What? Yeah, I used to smell like vanilla on the streets. I know. I feel like I lived in the '30s. <laughs> I used to smell vanilla out on the streets. <laughs> well, days gone by. Days gone by. Don't let days go by. What is that? Is that Family Matters? Because you sang it way wrong. Do it again. Oh, that's glycerin. Uh, I thought Family Matters too. Yeah. Days go by. And I'll be alone with a family. That makes you think of Friday night, right? Oh, yeah. That's when it's popping. TGIF, baby. Getting some pizza. Watching some fam matter. Popping some popcorn. Got the sleeping bag out. I'm watching TGIF. Oh, and you know the ice cream comes out when it's step by step. Oh, step by step. Day by day. Day by day. All right. I'm sorry. Go on. Logan slid. 
<laughs> Logan slid the sport jacket from his legs and wrapped it around his shoulders. He had dozed off again at the bar, and now the afternoon was growing late. I hate to stop this again, but I want to go back to that. <laughs> uh, I saw that ABC now has a block called TGIT. No, 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 no. Wrong day. They blew it. I know. And Come honestly, on. it could be two days. What's on Friday? No. 2020? Thank That's God what's it's on. Thursday. I know. Or I mean, Tuesday. I, I, sometimes I do, because then it's like one day until Friday, and then it's like basically the weekend. And then you're thinking, thank God it's almost Friday, not it's, oh, it's Thursday. T-G-I-A-F. You know, T-G-I-F was so great because afterwards, 2020 came on, and it was always, <laughs> and it was always like, salmonella or like don't eat this they, i do remember a lot of shocking news reports after yeah. tgif it's always barbara walters i remember in the 90s and maybe i don't know if this is as prevalent as it is in my memory but there were a lot of like 2020 like news magazine magazine shows about parents whose kids were just like psychopath murderers yeah <laughs> it's like my eight-year-old tries to stab me in my sleep it's because the menendez brothers they were adults though i'm talking kids they were like young right like 18 or something either way terrifying stuff to follow up tgif with yeah they everyone was worried about the kids kind of like back when uh must see tv you'd have a nice night of fun with friends and will and grace and then you'd hit up er and it's like okay this guy just got his arm chopped off by a helicopter no 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 it wasn't just friends and will and grace it was friends will and grace frazier and like spin city now for one thing everything's wrong about that spin or city, just shoot me spin city was an abc show ah frazier aired on Tuesdays. What? Whoa. Yeah. I thought it got flexed to Thursdays near the end because it was hot. I believe it was a Thursday slash Sunday joint. Oh, and I don't boy. believe it was ever part of my CTV. But are you kidding? What do me? I know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. ER was like the Thursday. ER was like, here's the thing. bummer thing that kids can't watch. Dude, I've watched so much ER because it used to come on reruns on like USA. I've never watched a single episode. Uh, me neither. It's rough. He stretched, somehow enjoying the slight pain that leaked from his muscles. I'd prefer doing a podcast about that. Can we scrap this idea? This is old talk TV about shows? the lineups of 90s network sitcoms. What did Fox have going? They were a Sunday. They were big on Sundays. Simpsons, Simpsons Futuramas, you know, before Futurama, they had Greg the Bunny. You remember the PJs? Yes, I remember both of those. And Greg the Bunny. Greg the Bunny was what's his face? It was Seth Green. Seth, Seth Green. Green. Yeah. yeah. Dude, do you remember hard copy? Yes. That was like a Fox. That was like the before Fox News. It was like the dateline. But it was like of reactionaries. It was so messed up and like racially charged and bad. I remember it was covering the riots in LA and then it covered the OJ stuff. Hard copy was like the sleaze bag, like news. Also, and now it's Fox. News. Hard copy is featured prominently in the movie Casper, starring Christina Ricci. It is. You're right. Yeah, and a little splash of Devin Sawa. Ooh. At the end. Spoiler. Mwah. He stretched, somehow enjoying the slight pain that leaked from his muscles. It made him feel alive. The major and Richard were sitting in the first booth, hands held over a little makeshift pot. Logan could smell the boiling. Logan could smell the boiling. Vin Need help? Logan could smell the boiling beer even over the stinging <laughs> oh, no. odor that of the burning trioxane tablet. Uh, that one freaked you out like a beer, whole line before. Beer tripped you up, but Trioxane, you knocked it out of the park right away. <laughs> He's a pro. Rundy had found half a bottle of heat in the basement, but Richard with a little chucker said, chuckle. <laughs> I thought little chucker was a little character. Chucker. Is that little chucker down there? Is that Trundy's brother, little chucker? <laughs> Trundy. Oh, is it Brundy? <laughs> God damn Brundy it. and Trundy and little chucker. The whole gang's here. <laughs> they all just rolled up in the Land Rover. <laughs> Said he preferred the scent of the tablets. Logan slid in next to the Major and placed his own hands over the pot. Is it working? The Major lifted the lid and watched a few rivulets of water spread like fingers. Oh, it's not going to be enough. <laughs> ah, but at least we know that high life will give us a fighting chance. You replace oh, the lid. Alchemy, life. my friend. Beer into water. High life is very carbonated, Austin. You're telling me <laughs> you can boil beer till it turns into water? Yeah. It's the champagne of beers. It it's, well, it's, it's basically water already, isn't it? Come oh, on. It's not Coors Light. No. Richard lit a cigarette and leaned back in the booth, tossing aside the box of peanut brittle that had been sitting in his lap. Is that a box of peanut brittle in your lap, or are you just happy to see me, fella? Nope, that's what's a little chucker. <laughs> that's my boy, little chucker. Chewing on his brittle. We've been up for hours working on this shit. We could, you know, just drink the beer, have a good nap. Logan said, where'd you get the peanut brittle? Found it in the office. It's actually some sort of coffee-flavored nonsense. He grinned. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's the apocalypse. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, buddy. 
I wish I had a regular flavored peanut brittle. Thank you very much. How's Willard? Hanging in there, you know, for a dude with two straws sticking out of his throat. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What, what happened? happened to Willard? Little Chucker got in there, went crazy little on him. Chucker took a little nib. Nibble. Didn't want you to misconstrue anything I'm saying. Richard closed his eyes and pressed two fingers against his forehead. <laughs> Poor guy. What luck, you know? <laughs> I always knew those poppers were bad news. Like jalapeno poppers? Yeah. Oh, sometimes they are bad news. Sometimes they're too hot. Oh, if they're too hot and you bite into it, it might shoot some flaming hot liquid out. I know, and it hurts your tongue. Yeah. It'll pop you. sitting across from you as well. You don't want to pop your tongue on those poppers. Mm-mm. Are you going to get two holes in your neck? Like straws poking out. That's what happened to Willard. The poppers are too hot, my friend. <laughs> he swallowed it whole and it popped in his throat. He's, he's awake. Oh, yeah. No pain either. Nat made sure. Richard paused. Made sure what? Mm, no pain, Richard said. He's got to eat, though, and I really don't know how much longer he's got outside of a hospital. <clears throat> he suddenly swiped at his forearm, stared at it intently. Doctor, my friend ate too many poppers. And scratched at his wrist. He looked up at the Major and Logan with arched eyebrows. You guys all right? <laughs> Good voice <laughs> choice, but thanks. Boys. Major chuckled. Sounds like you want some applause, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I <laughs> well, think. Uh, well, the drawn out thanks was like, Lance, give me some more. So I think. Uh, just like, thanks, oh, open, oh, oh, crack that door back there. Uh, what is that? Do I see, I see a crowd of 10,000 people on their feet? Is that Sally Field saying, You love me? You really love me? She's here? Right Sally now. Field? Sally, get, get back. I love you too, Sally. Get out of here. Get back to the home. Oh my God. Sally. Is this the whole academy rising up in applause? Oh man. Is that a bagpipe? Who's playing that bagpipe? Shut up. <laughs> All Make right. room Cl- for the flutes. Oh, it's heaven. All right, close the door. No. The fans, they, bas- they asked too much of us. The major chuckled. I'll ask you the same question. Having a small breakdown? Nerves all jangled up? That guy, Dan, he's going to fuck with us. I guarantee it. Language. Should just throw that dude out on the porch like he wants. Logan pointed out the window. What about that porch? What about Retreat Hospital? It's close enough. The Major fiddle with the makeshift stove. Are you familiar with Retreat Hospital? Uh, Yes, it's the one on Grove Street. Go to For M- old people. Go to MCV, dude. That's where I went when I split my head open. To Retreat? Yeah. Oh, that's why they, they, didn't, not a, they didn't fix it, huh? I went to Retreat <laughs> when I broke my wrist in a bike accident. I never went to the hospital. I'm in perfect health. I'm a sweet angel boy. I was hot-dogging on my bike, riding with no hands, <sighs> fixing my bag. Is that when you ride without a seat? What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like just pedaling, and then a big I gust of wind. I was hot-dogging on my bike. You were doing like uh, wheelies and flips and stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check this out, ladies. You know me. Skirt, skirt. Dusting it up. The major fiddle with the makeshift stove. Even if we had a functioning aid station in the damned alley, it wouldn't do us any good. We can't take Willard outside. According to Brundy, we can't even crack the door. Quit listening to Brundy. Brundy doesn't know shit. You could crack the door, bud. Get Chucker on that thing. <laughs> Gnaw a hole in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop there. Why would we stop there? It's just getting good. <laughs> is, it, is it though? No, that's the joke. Now, These guys are wrecking Buddy's place. Ooh, Buddy, he's dead. He's long dead. He's Buddy been- died in the apocalypse. Now, this is a little Chucker's world and we're just living in it. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Can I get a no, yeah, Shane? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're ready. We're jumping ahead now to the 75% mark of <laughs> little Chucker's place. <laughs> Sweet release of the end. In the morning, Phil died. Oh, oh no. Damn. How do you start a chapter like that? You know, well, cruel Bart. Lee and the Major and Logan sat in one of the empty booths and talked about it as the rest of the patrons filed past the door in a soundless line. 
Logan watched them in between sips of warm soda water. It was a viewing, he realized, or morbid curiosity. Probably a little of both. See ya, Phil. Richard was at the window now. He stood back from it, as though he didn't wish to touch it. He stood there for a long time. No one approached him, and eventually he shuffled back to the bar. Juliet had found Phil around six when she went to slide a camel menthol down through his straw. Ew, into his neck? Hole? Oh, that's why oh, he died. He shoved his neck full no. of menthol. <laughs> <laughs> He's turning blue. That's the most Richmond way to die, though. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna Plug choke, it right into the source. Get choked to death on snooze. Oh, God. Snooze. Snooze? Yeah. I don't know. Sucks. Taking snooze, you're halfway there. You might as well pop a couple snooters. Snooters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the fun drug. The fun drug. I love snooters. Yeah? Snooters. Snoot them in the morning. Snoot them in the evening. Snooting at supper time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ominous. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was started off fun and became menacing. Yeah. Maybe too much, too many snooters. Yeah. No, no. I think it's just the right amount. Ooh, dark and stormy. Ganesh, Ganesh has a necktie tied around his forehead and blood smeared across his cheeks. And he just... Keeps uh, pounding on the floor like a monkey. Saying snooters, 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 snooters. more snooters. He yells. Uh, it's not a problem. I can stop whenever I want. Yeah, that's true. It's not a problem. I, I agree with you. It's the fun drug. Snooters. She let out a little gasp. Why? Said. Oh, okay. It's dialogue. Oh, I, I said like, gas. She let out a little. When I peeked through the window, he was curled up like he was asleep. He had a cigarette in his hand. It had burned down to his fingers. This guy sounds like he was doing well. <laughs> The major spun his glass of vodka in little circles on the table. Now, what was that? Spinning some V, I hear. <laughs> a light breeze had picked up, and, uh, and it collected the dust and nudged it around in patterned whorls. It swept over the words <laughs> Phil had written in the fallout, softening them. But the scrawl letters did not entirely fade. They were carved in deep furrows. Good luck to all of you. Thank you, buddy. How sweet. We can't just leave him there. Lee was taking this very well. She and Juliet had nudged the Major awake after the discovery. He still had lines of sleep around his eyes and across one cheek like a, like fading scars. Oh, Lee and Major are two people. I thought it was yeah. Lee Majors. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's the there? The actor Lee Majors is here? <laughs> wow. wow. Star-studded. Lee. That is like the A-list in Richmond is a guy like Lee Majors. Who's the big... Anthony uh, Hopkins is the A-list in Richmond. Who's the big that actor was, that lives... He's from Richmond. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. He's not so much A-list now. Remember his flub at the Oscars? Oh, what a doof. And the Oscar goes to uh, La La Land. That's how it went. It was. I, re I, I remember some of them. And like they that. got it wrong. It was crazy. And then they had to put him down like old Yeller in the back. They're like, you've done good, Warren, but your time's up. That's what all the time's up pins are about. <laughs> Lee hadn't just... <laughs> Putting Warren to pasture. Lee. We sent Warren to a field where he could run with other aging celebrities. <laughs> He's up a far, in a farm upstate. And he still Clarice wears that big. out there too, I hear. He oh. still wears that big Dick Tracy outfit <laughs> up on a farm somewhere. I wish Clint Eastwood was there. That guy's still wreaking havoc on Hollywood with his fucking garbage hot takes. Like He's America bad. is good and this baby looks real. <laughs> Although he did some incredible movies and had some incredible moments in cinema history, all we'll ever remember him for is talking to an empty chair. Oh, the chair at the RNC. That's a bad look. That's actually his best performance, I think. It was like that came out. That happened like right around um, that shitty movie Gran Torino, right? Yeah. Remember when that happened and everybody was like, boy, the Republicans sure are a joke. Good thing they'll never control anything. And then, oops. Ten, like eight years later. Yeah. Lee hadn't insisted on making the announcement. No one had said anything after she finished. A few had cried a little, even Belinda. Tough Belinda. Man, there's like more people here now than there was at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> this is the opposite of how it should This go. takes place over eons. <laughs> <laughs> They're reproducing and creating a whole new society inside of buddies. Richard paced the floor under the buffalo, muttering something under his breath. We can and we will. It was Dr. Brundy. Wait, he got his degree during all this? Wow, good for him. You know, that's tough. Yeah. It's you know, tough in it's any tough circumstance. Juggling a family, a uh, social life, and the apocalypse, and still get your degree. I think we got to give it up for Dr. Brundy. Round of applause for Dr. Brundy. It's here for the brown. Oh, thank you. Oh, he's here. It's oh, good, Brundy. Good to see you, Dr. Brundy. Hello, fellas. Now, I'd love to ask where's little Chucker? Rest in peace. What? Chuck, oh, Chucker. no. Oh, my God. You Ooh. sacrificed Chucker for the degree. Can I show you my certificate? He <laughs> traded Lil Chucker for a, a former doctor's 
diploma. In the new world, I will be doctor. I am Dr. Brundy. And Chucker, you will be my enemy. Give me the bone saw. He had sidled up the table unnoticed, and now he just stood with a big glass of orange juice and stared at the door. He's loaded with the stuff. Radioactive as hell. I wouldn't even touch him if I was wearing the suit. Dr. Brundy, what should we do? Shove menthol in his neck hole. (laughs) Okay, are you sure you're a doctor? Does anyone have any camel crushes? An IV of four locos. Stat. (laughs) Dr. Brundy, no! Logan looked down at his hands. They weren't shaking, thank God, but they suddenly seemed seemed warm and crawly. He stuck them in his pockets. A service, Lee said. She stirred her soda with one finger. We should hold. <laughs> Ooh, <Ew>. Sexy. <laughs> That's how they do it down in Richmond, Virginia. You come here often? Put my whole knuckle down into my drink and I mix it around. I'm three knuckles deep in my Diet Coke. Waste of time and energy. Or my V. <laughs> Brundy muttered. Lee looked at him. One of those looks. Brundy shrugged. There's a Bible in the back, the major said. He's stood. Burn it. I'm your god now. <laughs> Brundy. <laughs> do you believe in God? Or do you believe in Brundy? Does God does your God have a degree? <laughs> Dr. God. Dr. God. Dr. God. Dr. God would be an incredible show. It would be great. Dr. God? Hell yeah. Oh man. And he could heal people with God's powers. What does God have? He has like heal touch. I think he can float. I think he can turn invisible and go into the girls' locker room. <laughs> I think that he has the ability to bet on all basketball games and win. Oh, cool. That's God to me. And he has, like, super smell like Wolverine. And guess what? Now he's practicing medicine. <laughs> Dr. God. This, you you know him from his book, The Bible, but here he is now. Performing surgery on your dad. <laughs> as long as he's not Muslim. Whoa. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, God's a racist, right? A little bit. Is he friends with Allah? And sexist. I don't know who God knows. Let's stop there. <laughs> Have we read any of this book? Yeah, it's enough. There's enough I, to know what's going I on. I kind of get the idea, right? Like there's a society forming inside of buddies, mm-hmm. which is certainly not where I would have thought this was going. Also, in the beginning, they were like, this is a fun like look at the city culture. It's been inside one fictional bar the entire time. No, you can't even see outside <laughs> the windows. It's so fucking crusted up. Yeah, they put garbage bags in all the windows. Shoving fucking cigarettes in a dead guy's throat. Well, I mean, that's, that is the Richmond culture. Yeah. So. That is actually how most Richmonders die. They shove cigarettes into their trachea opening. Well, shit. I hope they get out of Buddy soon, and I hope Dr. Brundy is a rousing success. Let's jump ahead now to the last page. Is that it? Is this the end of it? Buddy. Buddy. Buddy's place. page of uh dr brundy's good book buddy's place the sun came up but no one seemed to notice logan lay in one of the booths his head propped up on his sport coat and watched the dust motes dance in the light as though they had continued last night's party this is honestly a beautifully written book am i wrong there's a lot of like good prose in here at the beginning you were like, there are too many words. Just give me the bare bones. But now, look, you can't get enough. You I've, can't get enough I've come around the words. on the idea of literature, <laughs> thanks to this book. Thanks, Bart. Thank you, Bart. Logan followed their twirls and wondered what might be on each of them. A lone particle, maybe. A sickness. Then a cloud passed over the sun. The light went away, and so did the moats, but the fear remained. Logan could feel it as one feels a damp bedsheet. Ooh, gotta hate a damp bedsheet. Interesting. How often is this guy dampening his bedsheets? I dampen my bedsheets every night. I'm not from me. <laughs> not from me. From what? From sweat. Copious amounts of sweat. I'm a sweaty sleeper. I always have been and I always will be. You sleep wet. You're I wet. S- I sleep so You're a wet sleeper. wet, dude. <laughs> I just still can't get over it. I, I, I dampen my sheets every night. <laughs> What do you do in the morning? You Hose have, off? I, you, you take I them say, down to the oh laundromat? My God, what have I done? How many sets of sheets do you have? One. Oh. Do you get dehydrated? But they are really, really nice sheets. The nicest sheets. You're sweating all over an, a, a set of nice sheets this and never. sheet you, set costs like 300 bucks, dude. 
you, when you bought it, you? You, were you like, I'm going to get these all wet every mm. night, every friggin' night? They're satin. He's slipping and sliding around that, his bed when woo, he wakes up. Ah. Waking up in a fucking slip and slide. Oh, that's a good picture for for us to have right now. Yeah. As we look at you, you're dry right now. Good job. Nope. Dry enough. You're wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're wet. <laughs> you know it, bud. In the booth across from him, Lee breathed heavily in her sleep. Logan said her name a couple of times. Uh, she Lee's a woman, her. apparently. No, Lee's craving a menthol. Pop one of those down the, the old tube. <laughs> he sat up with some difficulty and listened to the sounds of mourning in Buddy's place. His hand was numb and he shook it out, trying to be quiet. Someone stirred in his <laughs> feet. Just slapping around. <laughs> Damn this numb hand. Logan shifted his weight and leaned back into the booth. Quit slapping that hand around. You're waking me up. He closed his eyes. He may have fallen back asleep for a moment, or maybe he didn't. But he opened his eyes when he heard the melody of Glass on Glass. DC was behind the bar, trying to find a pitcher. Who's DC? Is he clinking, or is he smashing? Logan stood carefully and picked his way around the guy sprawled out at his feet. He's clanking. Richard, he guessed, from the rasping of his snores. Lee moved a little, and Logan paused. DC looked up, pitcher in hand, and nodded at him. Logan tiptoed up to a bar stool. Got a joke? She said. She was mixing something fragrant and pink. Got a drink? She tried on a smile. It didn't last long. You love that. You reacted immediately. That's right up your alley. And I'm looking at you, Austin. Which part? Say it again. Got a joke? No, she tried on a smile. I do that all the time. You try on smiles? Yeah. I've never had a genuine smile (laughs) or feeling. It's all an act. Well, you wear it well. Hey. Thanks. Look at my natural smile. Oh, yes. Very handsome. Toothy. The teeth work for you. How, How much longer? He said. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Don't want to know, really. He stared down at the bar for a while before he looked up again. The place was gray and dark. The air smelled sweet and a bad kind of sweet. <gasps> so stinky. Ooh. That's hey. how I'd describe it. I smell bad sweet right now. Goodness, <laughs> <laughs> when he wakes up in his dripping ah, bed. <laughs> the sweet smell of my bad wet sheets. <laughs> Half of the crowd wasn't even trying to sleep, still just sitting around sipping on drinks, the poor stuff that DC hadn't even bothered to ration. DC poured two cocktails. <laughs> yeah, these people are just drunk for this whole thing? I think so. This gotta be miserable. Isn't that what you do in the apocalypse? No. I Honestly, Could yeah. you imagine being locked in a dark, dank room with like 30 other people and you're all just drunk for weeks on end? I mean, that's the way to go out. It sounds yeah. like college. That kind of sounds like the way you need to live for a while. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I get it. I would, again, I'd be dead. I would have been dead day one. Not interested in this. They both felt a vibration. Ooh. Oh, sustain. A trilling on the bar. A phone. DC's phone nestled what? by her pitcher. I'm sorry. The phone lines still work? The cellular networks are intact. This sucks. They're just chilling at this bar. Why, uh, why don't you guys uh, leave? Uh, 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 All right, read, uh, read, uh, read. It hummed once more and the screen lit up. The light was cold and blue. It cast a dull glow across DC's wide eyes. They've been keeping their phones charged. The blood much. slammed into Logan's head and he braced himself against the bar. He stared at the phone. He didn't hear the growing murmurs around him. Didn't feel the major's hand on his shoulder. Didn't see Lee roll over in her booth and then sit up. Logan just stared at the phone, unable to feel his fingertips, his feet. He might have been floating, leaning closer to it, completely unwilling to touch the precious thing in fear that it might crumble in his hollow hands. It's Pizza Hut. 50% off stuffed crusts all weekend, baby. Fuck yes. Sign <laughs> me up. Give me that stuffed crust. I, You know, what do you think of their sauce? Not a fan of anything uh, but the crust. I get extra sauce on my Pizza Hut pizza. Oh, my my no. Pizza Hut pizza is stuffed crust, extra sauce, extra cheese. That's it. No toppings? No, their toppings are trash. You're a psychopath. Absolute trash. You are. That is the number one sign that you are uh, a sociopath for sure. Don't knock until you tried it. Being a sociopath? <laughs> DC simply reached over and picked it up. Someone bumped against Logan's shoulder and he realized he was now part of a crowd, a crowd of stunned faces peering across at DC, but unable to say what everyone wanted to say. Then the Major reached across the bar and drew the picture away as DC set the phone down. Who is it? One hand across her mouth and the screen's glow, Logan saw her moist cheeks. Ooh, whoa. She's been uh, dampening the sheets. Did she just wake up? The phone seemed to stare up at them like a beacon. It trilled again. The car. Logan said. We'll take Phil's car. Ava came up beside him and he put an arm around her, pulled her in real close. He nestled his cheek in her hair and stared at the phone and at the screen now blazing with life. One word in a green text box. DC squeezed her eyes shut and Logan felt Ava take his hand. One word. Mom? (gasps) Mom with a question mark. Oh. So the person on, is this, 
whose phone is this? DC's? I think DC is the bartender. Yeah, so it's uh, the mom of a character we just met and don't care about. No, 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 no. The character in this bar is the mom. Yeah, and I think... This is her child. Else, like somewhere out in the... I'd imagine the same town. Great meet Richmond, Virginia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Uh, you know, the city was not nearly as big as a character in that book as I thought it might have been. No, it was uh, more the bar. Yeah, it seems like the bar had nearly 100% of the action inside of it. Okay, that book was pretty fun. Yeah. I, I can picture this guy writing this book. Like, maybe he just hung out at that bar a it's lot. It's apocalyptic cheers. That's what this book yeah. is. <gasps> oh, that boy. That actually sounds cool as hell. I would love to see an apocalyptic cheers. Yeah. That should be a show. Let's get this guy hooked up with our uh, connections over at TGIF. <laughs> See what we can do for him. Yeah. Maybe old Barbara can do something for him. Well, was she part of the TGIF? Or no, she was... Barbara Walters? Yeah. Kind of well, in a way. Well, she was after a TGI After TGIF. Yeah. After Thank God It's Friday. Thank okay. God It Was Friday. T-G-I-W... T-G-W... Oh, God. Who should I we cast in this movie? Um. Okay. <laughs> well, for Chucker, I'm going to have to say... Vern Troyer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Or what's his name? Uh, Jacob Tremblay from Room. He's oh. good at being stuck places. That's true. Yeah, good point. Uh, he also isn't allowed out in the daylight, so that makes sense. It's great. Now for the one true God, Brundy. Brundy. My one and only Lord and Savior. I'm going to go with Jason Momoa. Jason Weird. Momoa? I was, I was picturing an older an older what because he's, his, I mean, his name is Brundy. That's true. And he was kind of a dick. <laughs> Is Brundy a traditional white name or any word at all? Who's that old fat white guy with like the walrus mustache? Oh, Wilford Brimley? Yeah, he's my Brundy. Brimley's my Brundy. It's close. I could see it. I actually could see that. He would my be wearing Brun- like a sheriff hat almost. My Brundy was Chevy Chase. I don't care for that. Ooh, like right now Chevy Chase? Yeah. Uh. It's not good. Not a good look. Bloated Chevy? No, I think Chevy right now should be the major. Now the major, I could see as Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who else was there? There was uh, Willard who uh, died. Was that Willard right? had the menthol shoved down his neck hole mm-hmm. and died. I think Willard could also kind of be a Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I think this is a whole bar of Wilford This Brimley's. is a whole bunch of Brimleys is what I'm hearing. <laughs> who else? We have well, the main character, uh, Logan, Brad Logan. Brad Logan. Okay. No, Brad and Logan are two different people. No, oh, Brad Logan is no. the main character. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, let's restart the episode. <laughs> I really don't know. I think either one of you is correct. Uh, it's Paul Walker. We got to do Lee, the who I found out was a woman at the very end. James Spader. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he's, he's oh, Tully Tullivan and his girlfriend. Uh, uh, Schmally. Yeah, I think it's Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> okay, that's good. Good couple. Is it? I mean, for my entertainment value, yeah. <laughs> Who else was there? I, that's that's more than enough, I think, right? Why, that sounds good. Why drag this There out? were some more people, like a million more people. Let's drag it out. Who Honestly. else is there? <laughs> Honestly, I see this as a sitcom. As Cheers. Apocalyptic Cheers. Who's Sam? DC well, would be Sam, right? Yeah. Okay. Right? And then, oh, Lee is Diane. And, and then she leaves, and then uh, Kirstie Alley is Kirstie Alley. <laughs> who's Brendy in Cheers? From Cheers, who? Frasier. Oh. Oh. Is my thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then good. Logan is kind of a Woody. Okay. But he, Logan doesn't The major there. is Coach. What's his name? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, the guy before Woody who dies very early in the series run. Yeah, then we have the coach. Salt of the Earth people. The uh, Mailman. This is his Cliff Clavin, you mean? <laughs> yeah. something called Mailman. <laughs> mailman. Mr. Mailman. I was going to say Postman. So <laughs> A little bit more. You guys are big fans, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that was the other spinoff. Then Fraser was the Postman, where Cliff Clavin just uh, delivered his mail on time. <laughs> So, all right, that's fine. Good episode, everybody. <laughs> was it, though? Was it? It's hey, fine. It was nostalgic. It took us back to our little town where we met each other. Oh, man, the first time I saw you guys was crazy. Yeah. And look at us now, like 12, 20 years, 12 years later. Uh, it's 13 years. Whoa, yeah. lucky number. The first time I ever saw Ganesh, he had his hair gelled up like 10 inches in the sky. Like straight a, up. Like a straight up. A, Sounds right. A, a blowout pre-Jersey Shore. Yeah. And he was carrying the most disgusting looking recliner on his back. I think he had sunglasses on too. Uh, that also sounds right. It's also the first time I saw your dad, Anantha Krishna, a real hero of mine. It's a hero of mine too. Sorry if I'm not allowed to say your dad's name no, on the podcast, fine. but I did. It's Anantha Krishna. He's a great guy. First time I ever saw Shane, mm-hmm. he moved into our dorm and he was a clean shaven little baby and his dad was there and his dad's like eight feet tall. Yeah. I'd say your dad's name. 
but I don't remember. Actually, it's Ken. So, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Man. That's it. Who knows my dad's name? Steve. Yep. All right. That's our dads. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Thanks to Chris Linquist for the artwork. Shout out uh, to the dads. Just big ups to the dads. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can find us at AMZ and Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we should set up a Venmo. Send us some fucking money. We should, uh, ooh, should we talk about, we're going to set up a Patreon. And then, yeah, at some point in the next like month or so. Within the next or, couple or, weeks. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. Keep your eyes peeled for that. We're going to put some special stuff on there that you can only get through the Patreon while still maintaining our flawless weekly release date. Because we're that good. That we just we're missed. so good. Oh, that's oh, yeah. my bad. Shane uh, was sick. He's kind of better. I can't tell. He looks gray. That's my normal color. Oh, okay. Thanks, everyone. 567-309-0357. Give us a call. That's my social security number. Hey, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>